Thank you for tuning in to Monday Morning Conversation with Pastor Jay and T. Drake. Grab your coffee, tea or milk and let's talk about the topic for today. Let's get the conversation going. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. This is Pastor Jay and T. Drake with Monday Morning Conversations. We apologize because we're having technical difficulties, but as you see, we are still going to go live and you're just, you'll just have to catch it probably a little later today. Um, it'll be up. I, I'll, I'll say, uh, check around, uh, noon, uh, central standard time or 10 AM Pacific time, uh, 1 PM, uh, Eastern standard time. Good morning, T. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> Good morning, Pastor Jay. I'm doing great. <laughs> With all the technical difficulties that we're having, uh, we're still going to, we're troopers and we're going to keep going forward and uh, we just pray that uh, our our supporters will understand the technical difficulties and it's not on our end, it's on the application that we're using to broadcast live and uh, we will figure out something uh, for next week, but uh, trust and sure we will not leave you disappointed. Um do you have a sponsor for today? Yes, you know I do. It is Bigelow Vanilla Chai Black Tea. Warming me up. Okay, say that again. <laughs> Bigelow, that's the name brand. Uh-huh. And it's Vanilla Chai Black Tea. And I have plain old black coffee. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, uh, do, you, uh, do you get that uh, from Aldi or do you get that from somewhere else? Oh, that is not an Aldi. That came from Ralph. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. That's great. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started. And we're going to talk about we're in the cuffing season uh, conversation. And we're going to go forward with that. So um, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the definitions of cuffing season. And then what our uh, audience will hear later is some audio we have on cuffing season. So what is our definition on cuffing season? What do you have? Okay, so I don't let me hold on. I don't have the I don't have the whole definition. Well, give I our definition. What I know. Well give our so definition. Our definition of singles actively looking for a significant other to participate through the winters the winter months and the holiday season. To have someone to bed down with for the holidays, and you know what, T, as I was listening to the audio, uh, you hear them. Some of them say cuffing season is between October and December, and then some will say October to February. We we go all the way to February. Mm-hmm. You know yes, the winter months, the winter months. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Our our definition officially starts right after Halloween, and it goes until February fourteenth. And the definition is, uh, T gave was was one that uh, we always that that most of them gave. I mean, your definition was spot on, just t- different time frames. But the key to this 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 season is they painted it as a great thing, but we're we are painting it as going to this season like a deer doing hunting season with caution. And because this is a season where, yes, singles tend to want to pair up instead of being single. 
And these decisions to pair up may be decisions that have ripple effects throughout your life that may cost you more than you want to pay in any frame fashion, economically, socially, spiritually, uh, emotionally, and things happen during this season. Babies are produced during this season and not the wanted babies, but the unwanted babies. Uh, abortions go up, go up during this season. So we want to give you uh, some things that people use to manipulate you uh, during uh, cuffing season. Last week, we talked about blood in the water. And this week, we're going to talk about gaslighting. And Tariqa, you know what? The, the interesting thing about gaslighting, I found out it was a play. Back, yes, it was. Back in the 1940s. But I'm going to let you take it away. Tell me about gaslighting because really, I, I'm new to this. Uh, definition uh, in the sense of uh, in relation to cuffing season, but how do we tie gaslighting into cuffing season? Well, uh, since you mentioned that play, I will just uh, expound upon it just briefly that that play was about a man who convinced the woman who was his wife that she was going crazy. Her perception of reality was distorted. He was doing all kinds of things to make her think that she was crazy and she was not. So gaslighting for domestic violence and for what cuffing season is, it is a unique psychological, emotional, and mental uh, trick of your perception, making you believe something is not true when in reality it is. So that is trying to make the person deem themselves crazy by the other person's action. So gaslighting is always happening, and if someone can use it to their benefit, they will try to just that person's perception of reality to make them confused, make them question their sanity to the point of sometimes to suicidal things on the other person's part, not the person who's doing the gaslighting. So it is very dangerous. Gaslighting is very dangerous. So that's what we're talking about when we say gaslighting. And then when we add for affection, they use that gaslighting tactic to pair it with affection to manipulate the person to do what it is they want them to do. And then you brought up the uh, affection. When I was listening to some of the uh, videos on YouTube about this, it was, it, 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 it was like uh, what they call love bombing. Yes. Showing, telling them things, souping their head up, puffing their head up, giving them attributes that they have, but you're, you're overplaying them. You tell them how beautiful they are. You tell them how intelligent they are. You tell them they look good in certain clothing. <coughs> you tell them they hurt. I mean, over and beyond normal. And it's in, 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 in on one way, they feed into your ego. And with this season being cuffing season, it's a biological season. And with that happening, it's like the bait that lures you in. You're looking for someone to 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 tell you you're pretty. Uh, we're talking about women and men, handsome. You're looking for someone to do that, uh, and and their goal is to manipulate and control you down the line once you're hooked. So, can you give us some examples of how dangerous it is? Like, what does that look like? Okay, so we'll go with the the love bombing. So. What that, what that really looks like for someone who may not know is the person won't just say you're pretty, right? Mm -hmm. They will do things to shower them with gifts, do things past just talking. 
So they might be going out and be extremely showing a whole bunch of extra PDA. You might just think that they're calling you incessantly because they care. There's a lot of things that they do besides just telling a woman that she looks good. That's why it's called love bombing because they bomb you with all types of things that a woman would deem beautiful. They give you flowers. They shower you with gifts. They say all kinds of things. You get cards. You get all kinds of stuff that you believe is really endearing. But that is just a trick because the more that you love that, the more that they start to not do that, and you're wondering, well, what the heck happened? You were so kind to me before. You showered me with gifts. You gave me this. You took me out. You did all these things. That's just a tactic for them. And when they don't do that anymore, that was your love bomb, and then they turn into the real person that they are, and you might not ever get that again unless they go in what is known for domestic violence is the cycle of violence when they're in the honeymoon stage and they're love bombing you to go to the next phase, which is the tension phase. You do something, say something, and then the explosion happens when you get hurt. Same thing with cuffing season. They're going to do the same thing, except for this time, for gaslighting, for affection, they want to maneuver because it's a manipulation tactic, and they use it to get what they need. So they want to get affection from you. They want you to show them that you care about them, their situation, whatever it is, and they want you to maneuver. Even that means going to the drastic part of saying they're going to harm themselves or harm somebody else, and when they really go off, off the rocker, they want to harm someone else that's very dangerous because they kind of mean it. They don't want to hurt themselves necessarily, but they want you to think that. Yeah, so so we go from love bombing, and we, we, gave, we made up a term called chameleon shark. So during the love bobbing phase, they're they are chameleon. They right. they are they are trying to fit into your imagination of what you want to make to be. Right. And then once they hook you, they actually show that they're a shark. Absolutely. Your blood so. in the water. You're available. This is the season, and you're available, and you get the chameleon. You get the you get right. what you see, what you want, your idea. Your romanticized idea, somebody you want to spend the holiday with, somebody you want to spend a lot of time with. And then once they hook you, depending on their nefarious motives, then you get the shark. So so part of the cuff, part of the uh, gaslighting was a distortion of reality. Because once the person gets hooked and let's say the person realizes something's different, then it begins the distortion of reality. Like. Mm -hmm. No, that's not what I'm doing. Or no, that's not what I did. Or I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you you perceived it wrong. You know, I see that a lot. I heard men say it. I men say it a lot, and they they'll do this. I didn't mean to say that I was going to be your boyfriend. Right. That was you perceived that, and I didn't mean that. Yeah, I didn't mean that. And then you, then as a woman or a man, and we can go both ways, you're going through your mind saying, we did this, we did this, you told me this, you told me this. And then they'll say, no, they didn't say that. And you know they did. Mm-hmm. So you begin to question your perception of the relationship and what it entailed versus what they're trying to say. And they're so strong in it that you begin to think that you're going crazy. Right, absolutely, and that's why they they question, and that's what part of that gaslighting definition says. 
their perception of their own reality. So it's a preconceived notion from somebody else that they've given to that person. But just like you were saying, if you said that we were going out, we're dating, we're this and we're that, he says, I didn't tell you that. But yes, you, no, I didn't. So you must have lost your mind because why would I ever tell you I'm going to date you? Why would I ever want to be with you? And then, yeah, that person's questioning. So when it starts in the very beginning, that's why this is not so easy. When people talk about domestic violence and cuffing season, people believe that people just walk into these relationships with their eyes wide open and thinking, didn't you know that person was a shark? No, you did not because it's a bait and switch. They give you one thing and you get another. You do not get that person because the person that was charming, that's the person that you wanted. They gave you the person that you wanted. You would absolutely love to go out with that person, date that person, be with that person. But when the monsters pull back, that is not the person they gave you in reality. So you'll never get to see them until actually they want what they want and then they'll, they will show themselves to you. But it's not until they want exactly what they need and then you figure out, okay, this person was not who I thought. I have been tricked. I have been hoodwinked. And they have, are totally something different. And you know, the, the, in, in the reverse gaslighting is, I think, I think too, what you just said, it, it, it makes you think about the fact that one of the characteristics of a gaslighter is they have a distorted view of reality, for sure, in mm-hmm. their motives of wanting to get what they want. Okay. And they perceive acts of kindness, sex, a lot of things as solidified relationships. And uh, I've been in situations whereas even though people were told that this is not going to happen or this is not going to happen their way, they continue to, to persist. And then when they are rejected, for persisting, then they distort reality as if you did something wrong to them. It's the, you know, it's the, it's like the one way, the one side is that you're being manipulated, but the, but the shark or the alternative person comes out when they, when the person find who's being gaslighted says, no, that's not true. And they reject the distortion that's being put before them because the distortion being put before them a lot of times makes that tries to make that person who's rejecting the gaslighter feel guilty. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, you hurt my heart. You did this to me, but you knew going in that I wasn't going to really be with you doing the cup. You know what I'm saying? Cuffing season is, you know, it's like we were going to hook up and then you go on your way. You know, there was no promise of of matrimony and all this stuff. But but the gaslighter on the other end will distort that as if these acts meant something when you told it from the beginning. It don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And then the one who's distorting has a distort. They'll start acting out on their distorted reality, stalking mm-hmm. you, breaking in your house, you know, that I need you, and if I don't get you, you know, just acts of insanity. Actually, it's a psychosis. Because when you get rejected and don't get what you want, and you start acting out on it to hurt yourself or others and damage property, something is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
And then you begin to paint as, as your world begins to crumble, you begin to paint a reality as if you are, are, are purposely are right in doing these things based upon the rejection. Nobody deserves to have violence to them because you're rejected. And that's what's scary about the gas lighter because the gas lighter lights their own gas. <laughs> and that's when they're the most dangerous. You, you, if you got a strong personality, you can fight it off. That ain't, that ain't reality. That's not what it is. And we're going to play you uh, some clips of a gas, what definition of gas lighting. Uh, and we're going to let you listen to a gas lighter who distorted reality. And it's that gas lighter who has a distortion of reality of what they want. So I think the most dangerous gas lighter is the one who wants what they want to the point that they just rewrite history altogether. Like you talk to them and it's like nothing as, as it was even conversations that never happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, right. that conversation never happened. That ain't what I said. I t and you got to have a strong continence to stand up to a gaslighter. You know, the one of the things that the, the one of the videos said that the way to deal with a gaslighter is deal with them from a distance. You know what I'm saying? If you got to deal with them, deal with them from a distance because right. that's the only way that you, and the distance doesn't mean that they're not going to reach out and try to do violent things against you. It's just that it keeps you in a frame of mind that you're not crazy. Right, absolutely. You know, you're not the one sitting here going berserk, you know. And uh, have you ever been gaslighted? I have by my ex. What What are some of the things he used to do? Well, he would convince me that I'm not, I'm not trying to convince me that I wasn't being domestically violent against. That's what he would say. Ain't nobody domestically violent against you. What? Nobody ain't doing that. Why do you think I'm I'm doing that to you? That's not that's not a thing. I didn't do that. I may have shoved you a little bit, but I ain't nobody put your hands on you like that. What are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. And 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 and, and gaslighting along with cuffing season, what we're trying to do is tell you if you're gonna play the game of cuffing season, if you're gonna do this, realize that the potential of you running into being cuffed to somebody who's going to abuse you down the line is highly likely. Yes, it is. The shark smells the blood in the water, male or female, and they go in for the kill and they will hide their teeth until they get you. And if they get you and you make a mistake to establish any kind of relationship with one who's a gaslighter, you're going to regret the day you met them. You're going to regret the day you met them. T, how does narcissism play in the gaslighting? Well, we, we know that narcissistic behavior and narcissists only think about themselves. So with a narcissist personality, along with the gaslighting, that's just a recipe for destruction because that person sees that it's all about me. The reason you're rejecting them is because you're not thinking about them. You don't care about them. Their perception of reality, it should be your reality. Everything is about them. They are so self-absorbed, self-centered, 
that you need to really think about their side. You owe it to yourself to think about them. They don't really care about your feelings. That's why gaslighting can be so dangerous. They don't care if you get hurt. That's none of their business. They just care that you made them feel bad, and now they turn it around that they're the victim, even though they're being victimizing and terrorizing you. If, if you wouldn't do what you, you did, I would be nicer, but you, you just didn't, you know, didn't accept my offers. So now you have to deal with double doses, and depending on what kind of narcissist you get, because there's a, there's a lot of them. There's different kinds. So Yeah, <laughs> you have to deal. And hold up, and because you rejected me, you got to deal with the wrath now. You got to deal with the stalking. You got to deal with the breaking in. You got to deal with the harassing. You got to deal with with them spying on you. You got to deal with being stalked. All of yeah, that. being stalked in every different kind of way. Mm-hmm. And 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 depending on their level of insanity, there may be confrontations. Yeah. Not private, public, physical confrontations. And again, for those who get caught in that, because they participate in cuffing season, let me tell you something. The only way you're going to deal with it is straight on. They will not go away until you deal with them straight on. And it, it depends on how docile you act and you think they're just going to disappear. You have to remember, they are a shark and you, what you've done is run away. You were their bait. You were their food. You were their happiness. You were what you were the embodiment of their joy. And now you have decided you're not going to be with them. And then that shark comes after you. Mm-hmm. You know, and during this season, I think how long the season is. Deer season is only a couple of weeks. This lasts from October to February. Okay. So depending on who you are and how solid you are in your understanding of this season, you can participate in this season and be safe. You think, T? You can get through coming season to be, and be safe? Yeah, I mean, you can actually go on dates, have your fun, but not get hooked. Oh, I believe I believe that everybody could do that. Just knowing like how, we, how you and I are doing, just presenting the signs that are very clear. And as long as you keep within your parameters and set up those boundaries, everybody should be able to be fine. But if you break your own boundaries, then, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that could happen dangerously. But everybody should be able to date fine without no issue. Right. And you said something. When you break your own boundaries, can you explore that a little bit more? When you break your own boundaries, what happens? Right. So we have people, and I'll just say myself, for example, if I set up a boundary, that I say, I'm going to go out to this coffee shop. We're going to sit there. We're going to drink our coffee. And in my head, I make my own boundaries. I am not going to go back to this person's home. I'm just going to leave, and we can schedule another time. Now, that's my boundary. The other person doesn't know my boundary. But if I break my own boundary, and then I vocalize it, hey, you know what, I don't want to go back to your house, and then I end up going back to that person's house, that person knows now they know my boundary that I set up for myself. I vocalized it, said it. Now the person knows, well, come on back to my house. No, I don't think I should. You break your boundary, and then you end up in that person's home. And, of course, who knows what happens then. 
but you broke that boundary and you have made yourself unsafe now. You set up the boundaries to protect yourself and keep yourself safe, and then you went out of that boundary, out of the parameters you set for yourself, and you just broke all your own rules for yourself, not for other people, but to keep yourself safe. Yeah, and I think, too, depending on the kind of personality you have, you know, you go to, let's do the same scenario, you go to the coffee house, and you have decided that you're not going to go back to that person's house. You're not going to, uh, you're going to have coffee, enjoy the company, enjoy the time, and then go on your way. I think if you're the kind of person who normally breaks their boundaries, and you know that, you need to analyze yourself, you need to not verbalize it. Because if you verbalize it and you break it, you give them a lot of power. Because then they know everything you say that that is a boundary, you're going to break. They didn't break yep. your boundary. You broke your boundary. But they're, but they're going to be empowered by the fact that you don't even trust yourself. Mm-hmm. So it'd be better for you not to say nothing and keep hold to the boundary. You know what I'm saying? Don't verbalize it. Just, hey, I got to go. You know, mm-hmm. create ways of escape. You know, or I left, you know, something silly. I left something on the stove. Anything, you know, uh, have somebody call you, you know, set it up. Hey. I want you to call me in about two hours and just sit on the phone with me. No matter what I say, you know, just, just go. Okay. You know, and then you can say, Hey, look, I got to go. I got a, you know, family thing I need to de- deal with. Uh, I'll see you the next time. Bam. You're gone. You escaped. You may, you have may wanted to break your boundary, but, but you brought yourself under control. Take the time to think. We were talking about this the other day. Cuffing season is exasperated and 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 multiplied in its power due to the fact of cell phones, media, texts, and all of that because people don't have time to think. You have to make a decision right then and there. You know what I'm saying? It's like this: you sit in front of this person. You know they they love bombing you. They're they they're 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 getting into. You have to know yourself and your buttons are being pushed and you have to ask the question, is there a motive behind this that I can't see? And I think the safe thing is to assume that there always is. Mm-hmm. And, if, and and how nefarious or good it is depends on the person. You don't know. You The person's a chameleon right now. You don't know. But if you err on the side of it may be nefarious, then you should most likely Control yourself because now you got to bring you. Hold on, you even sense that it's not going to work for real. You got to bring yourself under control and lead that situation or distance yourself to not be in that situation to be hooked. Because how many of us, let's be real, have hooked up with people we know <laughs> that down the line is it may kill us. It may, it all mean really physically, but I mean, it's not good because our flesh wants what it wants because it's cuffing season. Mm-hmm. Your desire to mate is, is, is stronger than your common sense. Let's just, let's put it that way. Real talk. Your desire to mate is, 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 is stronger than your common sense. And that's what cuffing season does. It, it, it puts you, you just don't understand. Any other time you, you, you'd recognize it, but this season, the nights are longer. Holiday season, you got you got thank you got 
all the major religious holidays during this season. Think about it. You know, and you got the pagan holidays during this season. So this is a season where fertility during this season, all of that is during this season. And you have to navigate that because it's cuffing season and you may be gaslighted. Now, I want to ask you another question about gaslighting. We talked about the narcissist. We talked about the love bombing. Um, the distortion of reality. Can you give me more about that? What, what does the distortion of reality have to do with all this? Well, so for the distortion of reality, for you talking about for the gaslighting or for the narcissist? For the for well, the narcissist is going to do it, but yes, what does distortion of reality look like? Well, just assuming that there's something there that's not that's 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 the basis. So would it be something like you know you really like me, you know you should be with me, you know you, you know you put in their head like they know what they should be doing with me. They, ascri right. they so, ascribe their thoughts to my head. Right. And so that <clears throat> that right there is, is a real thing because that, that happened to me recently where that statement that you said comes out because if they're trying to be a shark or try to be a chameleon, you can hear the buzzwords. They're very clear. You should give me a chance. I deserve a chance. I, any woman or man does not deserve anything and you owe anybody nothing, not say, even a relationship. Say that again. So say that say that part nothing. again. Say that so for the people in the back. You said nobody so deserves what? Right. Deserve to be with them. You deserve to give me a chance. I should be with you. You should be with me. And those those buzzwords, those buzz phrases, listen to sometimes, like you said, during cuffing season we also, not just in church, but in our lives, sometimes when it comes to relationships, we turn our minds off and we don't listen to what people are saying because they're telling you what they are already. And if you hear those red alert phrases, listen, you should be with me. You should give me a chance. I deserve a chance. You owe it to yourself to give me a chance. All those things are putting it in your court and all those things you need to be like, you know what? Actually, I don't have to give you a chance. Well, I deserve a shot. No, no, you don't. A shot on my on my account? You don't deserve a shot. You don't deserve an opportunity because I don't want to give you one. Well, and, that's ooh. not cool. You should give me a shot. And and let me let me let me say this and be in real talk. Just because you were intimate with somebody doesn't mean that they have to spend the rest of their life with you. Absolutely. Okay, because what ends up happening, part of that love bombing is you end up falling for it. You end up having sex with them. And and hold on, you think you under control, and you find out this person is plumb crazy, and because you've been intimate with them, and this is reverse gaslighting that normally happens with females to males, or male it can happen to males to females, because you've done this with them, you think that you have a right to be with them for the rest of their life, but they told you up front that that wasn't gonna be, but you thought that you was gonna change the shark, you thought you was gonna change that person. You thought that because you, when you be intimate with them, they're locked into you. And a lot of times, a lot of this abuse happens when one party uh, uh, thinks more of the uh, of sex than they should in today's time. Now, we know biblically how it's supposed to go, but let's reality. You know, we've changed it into being fluid. We changed it into a whole bunch of things. And people have been having sex without marriage since the beginning of time. 
And what we have to understand is the society that we live in today doesn't place a value of lifetime relationship because of it. And if you think, male or female, that because you did this, the male, I did this with you so I could control you, or the female, you did this with me and you should marry me or you should be with me and we boyfriend and girlfriend, one of you are, is distorting the reality, one of the culture of today, and possibly you may be the gaslighter. You follow me? I do. You may be the gaslighter because you begin to distort, Take you take something out of its context and make it something that it's not. It'd be different if you said this, this let me give you a, a, a way. It'd be different if both of y'all, before y'all was intimate, say, okay, once we're intimate, we're going to get married. Both of y'all understand, right? We're going to get married. But nine times out of ten is in the heat of passion. You don't know what that other person's thinking. All you know is that at this moment, you want to hook up. But you don't know ramifications of hooking up with that person until after it's over with and the weirdness kicks in. On one side or the other, male or female. You know, the weirdness kicks in. And you're like, that ain't what I perceive the direction we're going. And you like, but you, but you, but you took me out to dinner. You bought me the movie. Da -da 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 -da. Well, the shark will say, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And I got what I wanted and I'm ready to move on. I've devoured you. I'm ready to move on. But the bait will say, well, you've taken advantage of me and you got to stay. I think you could be gaslighted both ways. What you think about that? I think you, I think you have two people, the bait and the shark, gaslighting each other. That's probably, that's probably very much true. But the thing, like you said, is both people, and that's probably why sex should probably be out of the equation. Right. Gets distorted. It always gets distorted. I'm not saying males can't get distorted, but nine times out of ten, okay, there's that 1% that, that don't. Women are always the ones that will like, well, he used me, he abused me, da, 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 da. If you're going to play the game and you're going to get in bed, Trust and believe you're going to get hurt because when he decides that you're no longer worth it anymore and he sees a new booty being real, you're not, you're no longer valid. So your feelings, your everything, it doesn't make a difference. So if you enter into this thing saying, hey, you know, I'm not going to be doing the sex thing, then you all, he knows off the bat and he'll probably go find somebody else who's going to give it up. That will save your heart. Now, if you're going to go into this thing, then you should probably set up you know, parameters and I'm going to be very honest. If you're going to do the do, you should probably do an NSA or FWB just to keep it clear. So there's no relationship. NSA, no strings attached. So you don't believe you're going to be in a relationship. You know, he knows this is what it is. When y'all done, y'all done. FWB, friends with benefits. If that's what y'all going to do, state that up front. State your purpose up front. That's why people get tricked. They get hoodwinked. They get jacked up. State it in front. If the man's going to come, he can listen. I just want to fool around. I just want to kind of hang out. Then he's telling you up front, he don't want no part of you. After he's done, he's done. And if you say the same thing too, yeah, I'm not feeling like I want to be in a committed relationship. Put it out on front street. Then you won't have to worry about being gaslit because if you say deuces, I'm out on the woman's side, I don't want no more of this. Then he can't get mad at you because you guys agree that you're not going to do that. But it's the perception but, yeah. that people don't vocalize what they want 
And then everybody gets hurt. And then, even if they do, assume, depend on what you are, which what the shark or the bait, assume the person's lying. Assume the person, if you, I've heard, I've, I've seen situations where the person wants to be friends with benefits. Okay. But then they really want, the one of them really want to get married. You accept the, you accept the terms, but in your head again, you believe you could change it, change the person. Huh. Or, or the other way, I want to get married. Well, the sharks will say, okay, I, 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 yeah, we can think about that later. Cause they know that you're not about to have sex and then get married. That's going to be some time. So they still want what they want. So they'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They not, they'll don't say, they ain't going to say they want to get married. They'll just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, you're like, okay, three months down the line, come February, you're like, oh, you want to plan the wedding date? And they're like, what wedding date? Well, I told you I wasn't, but, uh, but that ain't what I told you. I just told you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, 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 I mean, I understood what you said, but I didn't agree to what you said. And we went on, did we? We had to do it. I had fun, but I'm ready to bounce. So you gotta, you gotta know, like you say, you gotta have your mind activated during this time, right. not your flesh, because your flesh is gonna see past that and say, "I know the sign, I know the symbol, I know the warning, but I'm gonna still go ahead and do this." Uh-huh. Been there, done that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Been there, done that, and end up with a stalker. You know, uh. People should be able to, and again, we want you to stick around and you'll listen to us a couple of uh, videos that'll be in the description box and uh, listen to them about the starting reality, what uh, cuffing season is, what gaslighting is. When you combine the two, something's going to happen that's not going to be good. Uh, uh, but uh, I think the, the biggest word is no. We talked about that, learning how to say no. That will kind of give you a, a advantage to begin to see, say no to yourself and say no to them. You know, you got to convince yourself no too. That it's not okay to pursue this the way I was going to pursue it. And then you got to go in a different direction. You know, and, it, and if you're going to play this game, just realize the game's afoot. Be careful and take care of yourself because you could be getting in a situation that's about to last years. You know, we're being shortchanged and saying, oh yeah, February, oh, they stalk you for, it could be lasting years. That's right. And the distortion of reality may be at you every other day. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't think that, that's that's why we're warning you. You may be cuffed, handcuffed to this person for a long time. Yep. And everybody has a right, and we're going to say this, and I think you're going to agree with this, and I want you to say it in the way you say it. Everybody has a right to leave you alone. You don't own anybody, no matter what you do with them. Whether they spend money on you, whether they don't spend money on you, whether they spend time with you, whether they don't spend time with you, whether they have sex with you, whether they don't have sex with you. When one person wants to leave, let them leave. What do you think, T? I believe what you said, I, I, I concur. I, I agree wholeheartedly. When someone is, is done and they walk away, however that looks, let them go. There's no sense in trying to fight to bring them back or try to convince them in any kind of form or fashion that they need to be with you. If 
they've made up in their mind that they're moving on, they're moving on. And however that looks for them, they're going to do it. Nobody deserves violence against them. Nobody deserves to be stalked, harassed, all those crazy things called all the time through phone calls, through social media and cyber stalks, because that's a real thing. People don't think that happens, but you could be cyber stalked as well. This is a dangerous thing. It happens everywhere. And just like Pastor Jay said, you could be cuffed to a person for a long time and don't think you can't be cyber stalked. That's another misnomer. It happens and it's real and they can do it anytime they want. You guys think that Facebook and Instagram can hide you. It can't. And they can find you and make up all different types of social media handles and profiles and you can keep blocking that profile and they can make another one and they can find you and they can follow you on social media. So don't think for one second that even your social media accounts are safe, even if you block it with privacy. So just like we're saying, be careful, be mindful, because there are people that will take stuff to a certain extent and they mean what they say, that if they don't want you to be with anybody, they don't, if they don't want to stop seeing you, they mean that. So be careful and make sure you are watching your back for real. Okay, well, I think we've done a good thing on gaslighting. Um, what we're going to do is, uh, after this is over with, please listen along and you're going to hear the first video is going to be on coven season. The second video is going to be on gaslighting. And the third, you're going to hear a person who actually is a gaslighter. T, tell them what we have we have on Saturdays. So if they can come in, we can discuss this some more because we're going to talk about blood in the water, cuffing season, and gaslighting on Saturday. Tell them what we do. Okay, so on Clubhouse, the Clubhouse is called Podcast Connect Network. And every Saturday at 4 p.m. PST, 6 p.m. Central Time, and 7 o'clock EST, Pastor Jay, sometimes I'm there, and other podcasters and other individuals come and they talk about what we talked about on Morning Combo. So there's a place where you can talk to him, you can talk to other people, you guys can share, and you guys will get to hear more and interact. So it's really interactive. This is a great place where you don't just hear us or hear him. You'll get to actually interact and ask questions, and that's a really great place to go. So that's amazing. Please do come in and uh, bring somebody else with you, you know, bring somebody else with you. If you want to know some more, it's a, it's a great place to be. Great, great, great. And uh, continue to listen to Walkthrough Radio Network and God's Gift Through His Word. We can be found everywhere on any podcast platform. Also, like, subscribe, and share on the platform of your choice. Uh, please subscribe to both of our YouTube pages, God's Gift Through His Word and Walking Truth Radio Network. And we thank you. And uh, I'm going to leave my tag and then T going to leave her tag. And we're going to get out of here for today. And again, we're going through technical difficulties. Please stay on, the, stay listening to listen to cuffing season and uh, gaslighting. And you're going to get to listen to a gaslighter who's distorting reality. So this is Pastor Jay of Walk Truth Radio Network. I always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and at peace. Always remember, walk in the truth of the Lord. T. Yes, and I want you guys to remember also that I want you to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God lays on your heart. Amen. And hopefully we'll have the technical difficulties worked out. But stay <laughs> tuned and listen to these uh, uh, videos and they'll be in the description box 
uh, of our YouTube pages, and you can go from there. T, I'll talk to you later. All right, Pastor Jay. Bye-bye. morning, Willis Butcher. I'm calling you because I love you. I love you. Read Romans 2. Read the Proverbs, my love. That woman is a seductress and she seduced you and she destroyed our relationship and our marriage. My love, fight those generational curses. Fight your own flesh. I don't know why you choose to continue to do this, why you continue to reject the marriage that God had for us, for you, for me, but that woman is a seductress. It, oh man, my own foolishness for going for her to her birthday party where she stood there and told you she's been known to be a cheater. She was a married woman who went after you. Just because you got divorced and she got divorced, that's not right and that's not righteous. The only rightful thing that you can do is to return to me and work these things out, my love. Reject that. Reject that seductress. You are being bewitched, my love. You're being bewitched. I pray for you, Willis. I pray for you. Listen to her. You know, the most heartbreaking day, if you continue this, is when you're actually going to open your eyes and you're going to see that she's trying to seduce someone else. Listen to her voice. She's a seductress. And her words about God and to God are just a resounding gong. My love, my love, reject those things. You are still caught in generational curses. Look at your past life of your father and your mother. My love, return to me. Return to me and pray to God and work these things out. Like I said, read Romans 2. Read the Proverbs. That woman seduced you. And you could not even make our marriage right because your mind was on her because of her flirtful ways. Rabbi, listen, baby. Listen, 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 listen to the words of God. You know too much to get pulled into this. Divorce is suicide, baby. God gave you this chance with me to make yourself and these things right and, re and reject those things that are wrong. She is wrong, baby. No matter how good you think it feels in your flesh, baby, she's wrong. I love you. I love you and I pray for you. I pray for you. Again, just read Romans 2. Read, read the Proverbs about the seductress, the woman. Yes, she has knowledge of God because she's been in it all her life. But she seduced you as a married woman. She went and seduced you, and you keep falling into these things. Stop, baby. Stop, stop, stop. You're committing suicide. I